As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to the Elite Enigma Podcast. Your host, Randy Mack. Alex P., what is going on, everybody? God damn, it's been a while. Let us just bless your ears for a little bit here. Got some good shit coming for you. Um, so it's been <laughs> a little bit since we had time to record. It's uh, It's been about a few months, two months, three months almost. Something like that, between two and three. But uh, yeah, we took a little hiatus. We've both been busy, but we're back, and we're going to try to... Try to bless your ears a little bit more this summer um, because we we missed you guys. We missed recording. Yeah, it's been hard to actually get to be able to record because just everything in our life changing a little bit here. We've had a lot of shit going on. Um, so we'll start off where we kind of left off. Uh, I think we left off in end of, or sometime in March. Something like that, yeah. So my girlfriend and I were looking for houses. We ended up purchasing a house finding a house uh some of you may have seen that on facebook and it was very difficult to come across to to find the house and go through all that shit um but we did it and peel helped move me in a little bit he helped actually move us out yeah i, I helped i helped randy move G, uh his girlfriend out of uh her apartment and uh it was it reminded me when i moved into my three-story apartment there's a lot of stairs so like it was a workout man but i i i didn't mind doing it obviously i know how it is so that's why i told randy like i'll help you out no problem yeah so we end up moving everything out and getting everything into the new house thankfully i was able to get it done in one day just rented a fucking box truck and got it all taken care of that was so fucking exciting for me and and my girlfriend too so it was, it was a huge step for us obviously um how you feeling fucking great honestly everybody was talking about like Oh, you're a homeowner now, this and that. Like, you're going to see all these problems. I'm like, dude, I don't have any fucking problems. The only problem I have is fucking taking out the trash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not even a problem. I don't have any problems. It's great. And, like, you know, not to be sentimental, but I told Randy this for, for the last couple of months, but, you know, I'm going to say on that way. It was like, I'm, I'm very proud of you, bro. Like, honestly, like, I, I know how far you come and how hard you work with your job and everything and saving money. I know how it is, too. So, like, I'm proud of you, man. This is an investment for the next... However, however long you and your girlfriend want to, you know what I mean? It's your place. And, you know, I finally got to see it today, actually, ironically. Yeah, it's the first time. And uh, it's, it's, it's a beautiful place. So, like, I'm, it's a good neighborhood and everything for what I saw pulling up. So, like, it's, I, I'm happy for you guys, for real. Yeah, it's been very fun just kind of seeing it come together, too. We got all this furniture fucking put together now and everything kind of set up the way we want it. Uh, we're still waiting on a few things here and there, but... For the most part, it's all pretty much set up. I have a fucking game room. We're sitting in my game room right now recording. Yeah, like that 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 part. Like we're we're making moves in season two. By the way, guys, we know. I wish you guys could see our setup compared to what it was season one. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's already apples to like oranges setup wise. Like he's got it. We got our own room. Randy's got his own place to like chill. So like that that by itself is already fucking dope. You know. Yeah. So. The housing, we all got that taken care of now. We're all good with that. But the game room, I do want to just talk about real quick because this is something I was very excited about. Um, I've been wanting to do this my entire life. I've always been really into video games, and it's finally come to light. So I have a whole setup of um, of consoles basically in my entertainment system in here. I have my TV. Uh, I have pretty much every system from the original nintendo yeah to fuck gamestop randy's <laughs> randy's got this shit here bro fuck. i have a whole closet full of video games uh i'm still working on that guy put my controllers up on the wall so i have some hangers for that um i have the mortal Kombat arcade my homie mike 
from work gifted me a Galaga arcade as a housewarming gift. So I have two arcades now, and they're all in here. It's fucking incredible. It's crazy. That. Yeah, dude, this is just a dope setup. Like you're making, like you're giving me nostalgia walking in this fucking room. I see Nintendos and GameCubes and Segas and Xbox. I'm like, yeah, damn, it's a it's a teenager's dream in this motherfucking room, dude. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah! And then now we got the podcast set up in here, and it's fucking crazy. It's cool. It's you know one thing. You know, I love living with Ronnie and Lauren. Yeah, but- shout, out, shout out to them. We'll talk about them a little later in the podcast too, but shout out to them. Definitely not try to snub the fact that that was it was a good living situation. It was great. <laughs> the only thing was with recording, it became a little difficult sometimes with what you barking or sometimes Lauren was doing dishes. So, <laughs> but you know, it's just yeah, a little not thing. to again, not to put y'all off list, but yeah. Um, yeah. So talking about Ronnie and Lauren, uh, that was another reason we were kind of really busy and weren't able to record. We were getting ready for his wedding. Ronnie got married to Lauren. Uh, congrats so to them. Congrats again to you guys. It's already been a month. You believe that? I know. <laughs> I know. Crazy. I just realized that too. Yeah, it was the last. Well, I think it was last tomorrow. What about tomorrow? Actually, tomorrow's the sixteenth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that was an incredible day, and I'm glad we got to be a part of that. That was fun. It was exciting. Um, it was very long, but it didn't feel like it was treacherous. You know, it didn't feel like a bad lung is like a good lung of just like ongoing excitement. The alcohol helped, but yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was definitely yeah. like what we, what we do. We, we met, uh, cause you know, the boys have it easier than the, than the women, you know, women, women are busy doing hair and makeup and everything at like nine o'clock in the morning. The boys are like, no, we're skipping breakfast. We're going to play. We're going to bowl at main event. <laughs> so we met up at main event. Right. And then we just bowl for a couple hours to let loose. It was fun, man. Like it was, it was like a, it was basically like we're chilling and then like, like, seeing your brother get married and then we just partied like it was it was like a very fun day you know what i mean yeah bowling that was fun and then at the very end i fucking tweaked my back my back was killing me i'm not even joking for like five days after that jesus christ it was so that's how you know you're getting old man i know just one wrong movement and i think it's just because i was fucking around towards the end yeah you're whipping it down the lane Yeah. yeah and i threw that shit out bad dude but the wedding itself that was fucking awesome we got to do uh some really cool entrances coming in for yeah, the reception. You had the, you had the best one. I think I did. It was pretty cool. So, um, Lauren's sisters, I had to walk down the aisle with both of them because one of Ronnie's groomsmen dropped out. And uh, as we're walking in for the reception, we were just kind of playing it off normal. You know, they were just kind of doing like a light wave. <laughs> and everybody else did their entrances pretty much. So, it looked like we weren't going to do anything. And then all of a sudden, they dropped on the ground, got on their hands and knees. I went on their backs, on my knees. And fucking chug the beer. <laughs> chug the beer. Why? Chugged another beer. Why? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really cool entrance. And even just like the, the wedding ceremony itself was very uh, emotional and very cool too. Just kind of, I've never been a part of a wedding like that. So yeah, that was, I mean, that was my first time even standing for a wedding. So yeah. like, I, I'm, I'm honored to this day that Ronnie chose me as one of his groomsmen, you know, um, very honored. And you had... You you uh your speech made me lose it, especially when I saw Ronnie too. I was like, "Fuck, man," because I'm I'm an older brother like Ronnie, so like it resigned. I picture like what Bobby would say at my wedding. So yeah. like, you guys got me with that. Shit. I was like, "Fuck, man." You had a really good speech, man. The speech was thank you. The speech was uh very very hard to I'm sure to write and to even just speak. I'm not a public speaker. Mm-hmm. I can do the podcast no problem like that. I'm used to, and people are probably like, what? Like, you know, you work in sales, you, you do your podcast, but it's a right. different it setting is, yes. uh, to do public speaking. Uh, I've never been one to be good at it, especially in school for like presentations and things like that. But I fucking dropped out of my speech class in, in college <laughs> when I went to my one semester at Harper. I, I went to, I think, class the first two days. And then we had, I think the third day we had to have a, a speech ready. I fucking dropped it. I was like, I'm not doing that shit. I can't do it. Um, I think it's, I think it's the, the motivation to do it for your brother, you know, like that probably made it, it made it hard, but it also pushed you to do it because obviously you know, you're the best man, you're his brother. So like you, and it's, and it's one of those speeches where like, it's different from a speech class because you're talking from the heart. Right. Yeah. It's not some bullshit. Like a forced fucking speech that they make you write and, you know, pick a topic. You probably have no fucking clue where to start with. So like, you know, it, it was good though, man. You got through it. Um, but you brought through it pretty much unscathed too. Like you really didn't like. 
Yeah, yeah up ready there. I know it's probably you probably tough, but like I can't. You know, Ronnie definitely you know felt it, which is good. That's the point of the speech. But um, it was good, man. It was it was a heartfelt speech, man. Yeah, the speech was writing it alone was hard, just because it's like how do you put into words like you know your, your, your care brother. your care and love for someone and, and, and people you love. You know, it's it's very difficult to write. I'm not a very good writer. Um, so Gianna did help me with a few points. Like I I wrote it out, but uh, I'm very like when I'm talking and, and writing and stuff, it comes across very basic. I don't use like uh, huge words or anything like that, you know, like yeah, no, I keep no it deep. simple. Right, um, as you should. And then when it came to actually doing the speeches, it was very quick. It was like, okay, we we came in after our entrances. We sat down. Jim spoke really quick. Mark spoke really quick. And then all of a sudden, I was like, what the fuck? We're doing speeches already? Like, it caught me off guard. It was right before we were eating. I'm like, holy shit. So, Which, honestly, in hindsight, it's probably know, better because you got the nerves out. You could just exactly, eat. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't <laughs> have to puke. Instead of eating and like, thinking you're chilling and all of a sudden you got to come up and do a fucking speech. You yeah, know? I would have probably been too tired for all that shit if I just ate. Um, good food, by the way. That was good. good we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> so I stood up and I just was like, fuck it. Pull it out of my wallet. Had my speech written down. <laughs> Damn, and, I didn't even know you had it in your wallet. Yeah, all day. And... <laughs> I was like, fuck, here we go. And I just grabbed the mic and I kind of felt comfortable. I don't know. The mic you felt right. Almost fine. The, the, the mic felt right in the hand. So that was, that was a good start there. I was like, you know, it didn't feel awkward. I'm used to ha- having the mics and stuff. <laughs> and thank God the sound was good. I was I was nervous. So like when I grab it uh, and I started talking, you wouldn't be able to hear me or something. But the, mm. the sound guy was fucking great. I'll give him that. Yeah. Did a great job with that. Um and, like, as I stood up, I just felt the nerves going, you know. Like, the whole time, I felt like I was shaking. I felt like I was, like, uh, just, like, kind of vibrating, which is yeah, insane. Yeah, you're, you're, you know, when you're holding your, when you're holding your uh, speech, I kind of noticed. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, just each line will get better and better. Just keeps talking. You know, I was like, just keep talking. The, 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 the worst thing to do is, like, pause. Yeah. You just keep flowing. Just keep going. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going to notice it at that point unless you pause and, like, uh, uh, you didn't do one of those. So that's good. Yeah. I only had one part where I messed up. I lost where I was at because I looked at Ronnie for something. And I, I said, thank you for that. And then I went to go look back at the paper and it was like these words were fucking moving all over uh-huh. the place. I couldn't see shit anymore. I was like, and I just kind of paused. Like, oh, shit. Where was I? <laughs> I mean, and like I said, and, and even me who, like, did speech class and stuff, like, even I. The most social person I probably... Well, people would say I'm very social and shit like that. Like, I have trouble fucking doing speeches. Because, like, it's different... It's different talking to somebody, like, one-on-one or even a bunch of people. But, like, I used to get nervous doing popcorn fucking reading back in school. Yeah, know, Something yeah. about reading out loud or talking in front of hundreds of people. It's different, bro. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. It is different. Like, I can't imagine, like, these superstars in WWE doing, like, a promo in front of, like, thousands of fucking people or something. like, Or these, like, TED Talks doing it in front of, like, thousands of people. Like, I can't imagine doing that shit. And I'm social as fuck. Yeah, that's... It's a different environment for sure. And, you know, like, pressure's kind of on, too, in that situation of, like, giving the best man speech. Like, you have to know, like, okay, this guy's got to fucking say something good. It's his brother, you know? And, and, like, you're going into basically a whole new family because you're taking on, you know, Lauren's family into your family and stuff. So I'm like, damn, I got to make sure this is right. But it was funny because uh, Emily and Allison, they were going to give their speech next. And they're like, damn, that was fucking good. How are we supposed to follow that up? And I was like, okay, that makes me feel good. It was good reception afterwards, too. Well, well, I like the mix because yours was very, like, heartfelt, sentimental. And they start off with like a more like joking. Manner. Yeah, it's more of like lighthearted. And then they kinda finished like... with like lighthearted, sentimental. So you guys had a nice blend back to back. Like the best, the was it? I want to call it best women. The bridesmaids and, and the best man was. It was yeah. nice. It was nice. Yeah, that it turned out really great. It was. I'm just glad it went well. I didn't want to fucking be too nervous up there, and I felt like I handled it decently well. I'll say no, that. Oh yeah, you did good, bro. <laughs> you did good. Give yourself more credit than that. You did good. Oh, uh, the food though, that was fucking great, dude. That was. You know it's good when I remember the whole buffet spread, my fat ass. All right. <laughs> Give us the rundown because I, I forgot. I some think of it was it. I think it was green. It was like green beans, mashed potatoes were there. I pulled pork sandwiches. Uh, that's what I got on my plate, and I saw like, I saw some uh, some pastries there, which I tried to avoid that because I didn't want to fucking put on twenty pounds. But it was nice, and then like I I probably forget like mac and I think I saw mac and cheese in one of them. I think there was beef stew beef or something. Beef stew, yeah, it was a nice little mix. You know, it was it was. 
It was, it was you get you get the basic food group. Some corn. I think I saw some rolls or some cornbread. Maybe I'm not mistaken. One of those <laughs> two. But yeah, my eyes were definitely big, especially because like I didn't eat all day because I was purposely waiting for the buffet. So like I was fucking immediately up there. <laughs> you said, and our table got to go first. What's up? So we fucking got the yeah. first dibs. I was fucking starving by that point, so I was glad it like worked out really good. And I didn't want to. There's a fucking picture of us like. Yeah, right. While we're grabbing food, while we're grabbing food, smiling and laughing, I know, <laughs> like that was in our good. natural habitat. Bro. <laughs> that was perfect. Um, that cameraman was on one. He kept getting me pretty good shots, but like the ones where I was in the background, my mouth was open in the most bizarre ways. I was like, "How the fuck did I even open my mouth like that? I looked like <laughs> an alien." Um, but yeah, that food, that food smacked. I didn't want to try the pulled pork at the wedding. Because pulled pork usually gives me the shit, so I was like, "No, good choice." Good choice. I was like, "I'm not trying to, you know." Well, I got take mine this out. Suit off I got mine shit. out the way earlier. Uh, remember, if you, if you remember oh, yeah, correctly, yeah. saw so it was fresh. So, yeah, but it was. Ronnie was, you know, we could talk about it now, but like Ronnie, the the not the funniest, but like the the one the part that hit me hard, like he's getting married today, is when Ronnie started getting nervous getting ready in the hotel. Yeah, and I, I think like, that's good. Uh, and I think that's when it hit him, obviously, for sure. And even I was like, damn, it's almost showtime. Like, I started, he started making me be like, damn, we're almost, we're inching closer and closer, aren't we, to this shit? Like, yeah, as it, it, as it went on, though, it did feel more natural. It did. It did. It felt great. But it was just like leading up to, I was like, fuck, like, I don't really know what to expect. I haven't been in a wedding since I was like, I don't know, young as fuck when my dad got remarried. And uh, I was, I was in a, another wedding when I was young, too, uh, for my aunt. But I'm like, I don't, you know, like, I don't it's know how to bro. act. It's yeah. different. When, it's different when you're standing, too, as opposed to when you just show up. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's 100%. I didn't know that. That was my guess. That was my first time. So, like, I had no idea what the buildup was going to be, what the game plan was going to be. Like, during rehearsal, like, even me, like, and, like, you think it's so simple. Like, oh, you, you grab the, the person you're walking with, the bridesmaid down the aisle, and you stand. Like, but even that, I was, like, I was at home the night before. Like, oh, you grab. Like, I was sad talking to myself, bro. Like, I'm fucking game playing. Like, it's a game time. You know what I mean? I was, like, oh, you grab her arm. You walk slow so they take pictures. You go stand behind Mark. Like, I just felt like I was, like, going step by step. I'm, like, you better not fuck this up. Don't trip. Don't fucking do anything stupid. Because, like, it's Ronnie's day. Like, and, like, we're all a part of it. So, like, I wanted to make it as smooth as possible on my end, you know? Yeah, you got to pace yourself. I walk fast too, bro. Yeah, so that's the hard part for me too. Is like we, we know you have to like pace and like give everybody their their time to like slowly come down and kind of make like uh, an entrance out of it and stuff. But that was a fun ass wedding. We danced our asses off all night. Joey, oh, yeah, Joey bro. made it in town. It was awesome to see right, Joey. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, and it was cool because right when we were coming out of the hotel, the shuttle over to the. Um, mm-hmm. The what the fuck they called the place? The venue. The venue. Yeah. Um. Joey was pulling up and coming out of the car. I was great like, dude, timing, fucking dude. great timing. So we got to sit there and well, talk with him for a minute while we're waiting for the shuttle. Which will HWF, re- I, Killer Chop Joey, when I saw him, you know, HWF reunion. HCW. Yeah, bro, it was crazy. It was awesome, man. I'm, I can't believe it's been a month. Like, all the pictures that I saw on Facebook, like, pulled me right back into that moment. It was awesome, man. Like, and, uh, you know, this is just the beginning for me. I got two more weddings, but definitely gonna remember ronnie being my first one i stood for so he's always gonna have that in my life so i was glad i was a part of it yeah that was fucking awesome it was funny too like as we're getting ready for the wedding um nobody really knew like how to get ready you know like i you had to help me out with fucking like 50 percent of my outfit bro i know none of the guys they're like how the fuck do these cufflinks work blah blah i'm like all right, this is how you do the cufflinks. You got to have the vest tightened in a certain way because everybody was just walking around with a loose strap in the shout, back of the shout vest. Shout out to you working at that one fucking tux place. Yeah, hey, I worked at Black Tie for one month, but that one month will stick with me forever. I know how to dress you nice snap, now. bro. You snap. Now you made me remember next time I have cufflinks. Like, I know how they go now. Jesse was looking sharp. Jesse was a, a sly dog, man. Yeah. Sly dog. He was, he was slick with it. He was cracking me up in the pictures. I went back and looked at him, and we were, like, doing, like, the cheers mm-hmm. right before we left after getting ready. You know, and uh, we all chugged our beers, and he was holding a beer, but he just had his mouth open, like, ah, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, was like, fun. I didn't even know you did that. He's like, yeah, I had to make a moment. He's one of the boys, man. And it's it's crazy, small world, too, because I found out recently, um, which is my memory. I mean, he probably told me, but my memory probably bad. Was I actually, I'm actually coaching football at Schomburg with one of the other groomsmen at the wedding. Let's just take a quick moment. Congratulations to that very moment right there. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna talk about it more a little after this. But um, yeah, shout out to Garrett too because he's on the coaching staff with me and he was also a part of the groomsmen 
for Roddy's wedding. So it's such a small, like, full circle, which is awesome. Like, I can't wait to do that with him. Yeah, that is really cool because we got to do the uh, the bachelor party. We hung out with Garrett. I think that was the first time you guys met, right? first time, yeah. And then uh, at the wedding, we obviously hung out with Garrett all day because he was standing up. Mm-hmm. And then you guys were talking about coaching and stuff and football. And I then... don't know how it ever – I mean, I didn't think we both – Either he knew and he didn't really, he thought I knew, but like I knew his name obviously because, and then I went to a meeting with Schomburg, other, well, other Schomburg coaches, and he wasn't there that day, but the head coach is like, Do you know Garrett? And I'm like, Garrett, who? Like, what's his last name? Like, Getz? And I'm like, Getz. And I'm like, why is that so? And I'm like, you know, me, like my CTE kicks. So I'm like, He's like, Didn't you guys just go to a wedding? I was like, Oh shit. I'm like, Yeah, dude, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking great. And we're going to be on the same staff, so it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I feel like you guys are gonna have a killer fucking team with yeah, all this coaches. We're both on the in. offense too. Like he's doing receivers, and I'm uh, I'm running backs, tight ends. So like we're gonna be on the same side of the ball all season. That's fucking dope. And so head coach is stilling still stilling for mm-hmm. you guys. So, so what they're doing? So wait, what level are you doing then? Technically, I'm sophomores. However, they don't have enough guys to do a sophomore team like we did. Oh shit! So they're combining sophomores and varsity. So freshman is gonna have their team with Coach Lang. Shout out, Coach Lang. Yeah, and Big Daddy Lang. Sophomores and varsity are combining the one team. So basically, it's we're all gonna be we're all gonna be you know how it is. Sophomores are gonna practice with varsity, do scout team, all that stuff, and then like when it gets to the game, he's gonna the he's gonna pick whoever doesn't play Friday night, JV on Saturday morning. That's basically what he's doing. Sophomores and juniors and seniors. Gotcha. Okay. So it's you know just because it's not just there wasn't enough kids to do an actual sophomore team. That's I mean, a little disappointing, honestly. You know, I wish. More people would go into playing football. I know I ended up quitting, but... Um, you don't forget those two years you did, though. No, yeah. Football was fucking awesome. And it's just kind of, you know, I want I want more kids to go into that. Like, that was such a huge part of my life. Uh, even though I gave up on it a little early, but that was, that was fucking awesome. I, I just wish more people would go into it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what it was like the last couple of years, especially Schaumburg, but, I mean, I guess it just depends on the year and how many kids come into school. But either way, I'm... I'm blessed to be have the opportunity. Thank you, Coach Stilling, for texting me out of all the people, you know, and asking me if I want to coach back in December. I didn't even think twice about it. Um, obviously, the bonus of me getting paid first, you know, first time getting paid too, like a, it's a stipend, but still, like that's just the bonus because I would do it. I did it for, I actually did it for like just my internship like five years ago without anything. So like yeah. I know I would, but obviously that's an additional bonus, and like uh, I'm still training. But my fall is going to be a little bit busier. So I'm going to be training and coaching and all that stuff. But I can't wait. Like, if I can't play anymore, I the next best thing is for me to coach, honestly. Busy PO, man. I love it. Always. Stay busy. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what, though? Like, it's, it's really fucking exciting. You can put that on your resume, too. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You might be a head coach one day. Well, fuck, man. I can't be any worse than what the Bears had last year. I but, know. I mean, fuck, man. But, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I don't talk about it, but I mean, if, if the door opens up and I can, you know, maybe do high school for like five years and then maybe I'm in my thirties, a college team will hit up me up. Like I'm not against it. Like I, I'm, I like to have multiple options in my life. Like, you know me, like, I don't like to just set on one, put my ducks in a row completely. Like I like, I'm very calculated, but that doesn't mean I don't, I don't like a lot of options. Like I like having three or four things to pick from and then whatever fits me the best at that time in my life. I'll go for it. So if that means I'm division one in five, six years in like U of I or who knows, like I'll do it, you know, if that's the opportunity, but we'll see. Let's start at Schomburg first. And training, you know, like, so you're kind of saying that you might, you might not give up training, but you might transition into a different field. Yeah. Well, if you're comfortable I, talking about that. I mean, I would, I would, I love training and I never, I never thought I love it this much. I just like the flexibility of like my schedule and like, doing something that is not manual labor, but still like, and it gives me like, it, it. I'm not miserable. Like, is that a good way to put it? Like, I'm not, I'm not sad. I'm not upset at work. Like, yeah, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, but like, I'm not doing manual labor like my dad did for 30 years. So like, I can't complain about it. And it's, it's something that you're around people all the time. I'm very social. You get to de- deal with different personalities and like different people want goals and fitness and like watching them grow you know, like lose weight, gain weight, whatever the, whatever we're doing for that period of time. And like, I don't want to ever give that up. So I, I honestly think that at least for the time being, I think the only thing I'm going to transition from is like the corporate aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might just keep that as like a, a side hustle, like something that generates like profit, but I enjoy doing as well. And like, 
And my thing is, I make my own rates, so like, I personally feel like people like not trying to toot my own horn, but like, I feel like I know the business side of it, and I know how to convince people that like going with me is better than going to any corporate gym. Like, obviously, I hate like I'm gonna say it out loud. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's it is what it is. Like, there's a difference between corporate and private. Like. No, I, I I get what you're so, saying. Like I feel like people like know me enough now. I've been doing it for almost four years to where I'm thinking about going that route. I just don't think it'd be more of like a. It's not a stable enough job to. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do the next 30, 40 years. And I learned that. It, it took me four years to realize that, kind of, but, like, I'm glad I did. So, like, I'm trying to maybe find something more stable in my life because I'm trying to get a house, too, and start a family soon, and I need something that I know what I'm getting every week, every month, every year. You know what, you know what I mean? And I keep training as, like, a hobby kind of thing or coaching, whatever, or both. Yeah, that's fucking exciting for you, man. I'm, I'm really happy for you. And just even the coaching thing is really fucking badass. I I don't know. I always wanted to do it, but I'm like, I, don't, I feel like I don't know enough to to be a coach. I mean, I'm a I'm a sofa coach, you know. <laughs> I'll coach from my sofa. <laughs> what I'm yeah, watching the game. Yeah, a couch coach. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, like, and and I'm just it's one of those things where like I just I love being around football. Like, and anybody who knows me, like I, I could talk about that shit annoyingly fucking all day. Like, I really don't give a shit. Like, if you want to talk for twelve hours about, it, I'll talk for twelve hours. Like. The only thing for me is the transition from what you just said. I played the game for 14 years, so there's, like, the player part of me. Like, I know that... But, like, now I have to transition into teaching. Because I used to be taught. Now I have to teach. Yeah. That's the big transition is, like, putting into words what I was taught by my coaches and my technique that I used and things that I learned throughout my Uh, course. Even on your own, right? On my own. And putting that into somebody else's brain. That's going to be the biggest transition. And them accepting me as a coach... Because every coach has different styles. And yeah, and you don't want to be that dickhead coach either. No, I don't. <laughs> Dude, nobody likes no that names, dickhead No coach. names, no right. names, no names. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, like, yeah, I I think me, my personality, I'm going to be one of those coaches that's very, I'll critique you, but I won't make you hate me. But, you know, does that make sense? No, that like, makes like sense. I'll give you constructive criticism, and I'll push you. Like, I'm very chameleon-like. Like, I know a player that needs more kick in the ass and a player that I need to, like, chill like let, he'll fit you know what i mean there's yeah, different types yeah. of players and i'm very good at identifying who needs the extra kick in the ass and who i need to just kind of like not push as hard because he'll probably crack and punch me in the face <laughs> like there's there's different people like that does that make sense no yeah it makes sense and i think you're able to take a lot of your your current career of a personal trainer into coaching too you can transition a lot of that over because you, you're kind of doing that now of where you can what the fuck was that I'm pretty sure that was Coco, the new dog. Yeah, Coco's my <laughs> girlfriend's dog. Went from Woody to Coco, by the way. I heard Woody. a little whine come out. I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, but you're able to transition that over because you're kind of seeing, um, you know, that same thing of like which person needs a kick in the ass or like someone that doesn't take that con- that criticism well. So you kind of have to gauge now of like, 
all right, come on, fucking push it. Or like, hey, you know, let's get it going here. You know, like the way you word it and stuff. So I think you're, you'll be great at coaching and making that transition over. Yeah, I I, I, I hope so, man. Like, I I think, I mean, we're going to, this this year is an indication to me if if I can do this long term. Um, I'm very, I'm very, like, I don't want to, I'm not putting pressure on myself because at the end of the day, it's football and I'm going to do the best of my ability to coach these guys. And uh, like I said, I'm happy for the opportunity. But it's one of those things where, like, this sets the bar. If I do have a career in this, the first official year is sets the bar for the next 10. So I just want to make sure that I do the best I can. And that if these people, if these players like me and a coaching staff likes me, then maybe I'll have another couple years at Schaumburg. Who knows? But, like, I'm taking it one year at a time, basically, with my life. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on. Um, as far as people our age, you're really starting to see it come to light now. Um, that's crazy, right? Like we're, now we're in our mid to we're dipping into our mid to late twenties here. I know guys. our our ten year high school union for those of you who are trying to go is in two years. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we already officially almost a decade away from from being graduated from high school, which is fucking insane. I know. And sometimes you think it's like it just feels like yesterday, but now I feel further and further removed from it. Oh yeah, especially well, yeah. now like moving on with my life. But I'm seeing a lot of my friends and even people that you know that we went to school with, even just on Facebook that you know. I don't really talk to anymore, but they're there. Uh, you see a lot of them doing crazy shit. People are fucking getting their masters. People are getting engaged. My homie Nick, Nick Shout and Shannon, Nickel, Nick, oh, they just got engaged. That's really awesome. I'm happy for them. Um, people are buying houses on shit. It's, it's just it's really cool to just kind of see like, and people are furthering their career. You gotta see a lot of this shit going on right now. It's really exciting to kind of see, and it's not like. I'm not looking at it as a, a comparison or like a competition. I'm just looking at it like, damn, I'm happy for you. Congratulations, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we talk about this like, I, I'm sure we talked about this that run your own race thing. I always say like, yeah. it's coming into fruition because like it's so easy to see somebody what you think is ahead of you and get jealous and pissed off that you're not there, but it's just not your time. Like everybody's timing is different in life, you know. Like when you're, I'm a firm believer when it's my time, like when my, when I decide and when fate tells me like, I'm going to, that's it, that's what's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I look, and like you said, I don't look for other people for approval. I don't look for other people for like comparisons. It's so easy to do that. I know like, oh my God, like this person's doing this and I'm not, and they're doing this and we're not like, who cares at the end of the day, you know, be happy for them. And then they're going to be hopefully happy for you when you do your accomplishments. Like everybody's in different stages of life. There's people in their there's people in their fucking 50s who aren't satisfied. You know what I exactly. mean? Like, people in their 50s who are, 30s that, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we're all in this together. I mean, not really, but really. Like, in terms of life. But we all got different stages and shit. We're on different levels. Back to video games. Yes. We're on different levels of life. Just And the fact that you got to the next level before I did, I'm not fucking mad about it. I'm proud of you. Like I yeah. said, I stand by that shit. Like, I'll be there with you next year. That's my goal. Like, and then we'll both have a house. Like, at the end of the day, that's what it matters, you know? That's the cool part. I was texting Nickel the other day. Uh, I was talking to him about his engagement and stuff. And he goes, damn, I'm proud of us, man. It's cool as fuck seeing all of us grow up. Like, it's it's cool. It's really fucking cool. Like, people you're fucking close-knit with, and you're just seeing all these different changes. It's awesome to see. Um, but, yeah, it's fucking... Hold on one minute, guys. We got to take care of Coco here. <laughs> All right, we're all good here. Um, I did want to bring up something. So I know last time we kind of talked about being on a different podcast, um, and we never really gave you guys an update because we've just been fucking slammed with everything. Uh, we did feature on the Fueled by Coffee podcast hosted by Matt, mm-hmm. and that was a really fucking great time. I really enjoyed it. We're going to have to have him on our podcast yes, one day. for sure. Great dude. Craziest thing about it, I do want to kind of talk about him a little bit. So the way... I met him was very kind of strange. So I was building our Instagram following. I was just following a bunch of pages and stuff. And like, I came across a bunch of podcast pages. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go through and follow these. Um, and then he hit me up one day on Instagram. I was just like, Hey dude, like you guys are funny as fuck, blah, blah, blah. And we just kind of started talking here and there. And like, we'd message each other. <laughs> and then we followed our personal accounts and stuff. And, after a while he was we just kind of became like buds over instagram which is like i know people do it all the time like they meet online and stuff and like especially with like gaming streamers like they they build a following like that and like they 
become friends online. I've never done it, so it was just like a different thing, you know. Um, and then eventually one day he was just like, like, hey, I want to have you guys on. And I was like, fuck it, let's make it happen. And it was like right before I was getting ready to move, I was like, we got to do this soon. And I told him, I was like, let's do it on this Sunday or whatever. And he's like, all right, we'll make it happen. And it was funny because like the day of, I could not figure out how to do the Zoom shit. I'm yeah. not good with that shit. <laughs> yeah, we would figure it out. I mean, as long as as long as he heard us and we did, we, we Skyped him, right? Like we, we it was, Zoomed, it was sorry, Zoom, yeah. Zoomed him. And he was on his mic and his, at his house, so we were on the mics over here. And like, I'm curious. I can't wait to watch that live. Does yeah, that make sense. Like, yeah. we obviously know we taped it, you know, but I can't wait to see that episode come out and like how it looks like to the audience. You know what I mean? But it's crazy because so he's from uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, he lives in Pennsylvania now. Um, I think he's actually moving out to Colorado. Is what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, fuck, we both just had like a little yawn thing going on right there. <laughs> no, I did too. I need um, but yeah, it's crazy. Like he lives across, you know, the country from us, and we're very similar. Like, yeah, we grew up listening to very similar music. We're about the same age. I think he's like a year younger. Um, and watch wrestling growing up. He still watches wrestling. He's a huge football fan. We both love coffee, which is awesome. So it's just cool. We we got to bond real mm-hmm. quick. And when he had us on, it just felt like we knew him already. We, it felt like we were like fucking long lost friends or something. Right. You know? Yeah. No, it didn't feel forced at all. Like it was just a, such a smooth conversation from like wrestling to football and like stuff in between and our shit some, stories some, and yeah some of our old episodes that he liked and some of his episodes yeah it was it was good i like i said i can't wait for you guys to hear it i don't know when exactly it comes out but follow fueled by coffee with matt and you know you'll be up to date yeah they uh they do their episodes on soundcloud and i believe on i think on youtube is where he's posting the videos i'll have to double check my bad matt i fucked up on this i should have done some more research Matt's like, and that's the last time these fuckers are on the podcast <laughs> Uh, but no, he's a really cool dude. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Once it comes out, I think he said it'll be more towards the fall cause he mm-hmm. records in advance. Um, but he's going to let us know and we'll, we'll definitely plug that. Cause that was fucking, that was great. Just being on there. Um, another cool update too. So my teeth are coming along quite nicely. I'm sure you guys <laughs> can hear these fucking coming. rubber bands in my mouth. I'm fucking, I don't know if it's picking it up. But how I can many, hear how it. many weeks have you been though? Uh, so I started in. January, I think it was January 13th. Holy shit. So, five months. I know. It's going by quick. I know. This whole fucking year, man. Like, it's flying by. Jesus, it's already fucking June in like two weeks, man. But it's cool because I do the scans every week for my teeth and then um, they tell me if I can move on. I know I kind of briefly talked about that last time. Uh, but I'm seeing like, cause they give you a video update every week of like your teeth transitioning and I'm seeing so much improvement already. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen me in a while, I don't know if you'll be able to tell, but I think in a few months you're going to be able to see the big differences of my teeth and it's just fucking cool. It's really exciting. You're going to do like a before and after? Oh yeah. I'm definitely going to post a before and after. For sure. If people don't want to see it, it's super fucking bad. (laughs) Hey man, it's growth, man. It's just like when you lose weight, you know, you gotta, you you gotta gotta show that shit off. You gotta own it. Got new teeth, man. You got new chompers. My shiny teeth in me. That's right. You are Chip Skylar. (laughs) I know we briefly mentioned shit stories when we were talking about Matt. And P.O. just reminded me of a great shit story that somebody told us. You know who you are, you dirty bastard. But we're getting some uh, we're getting some input now from people that, you know, I don't I, know if he wanted this one shared, but that's why I'm not saying his name. But he I knows who this, he is. I think this one is number one. I, this ranks up there. This is, this is if not there. one, it's it's up there for sure. This is a great shit story, guys. It's in the Hall, it's in the hall of Fame. Like first yeah. ballot for sure. First ballot Hall of Fame <laughs> shit story. I know you guys love these secretly. You just don't want to admit it. <clears throat> Someone's taking a shit right now. Let's they're like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the dude was out drinking and hard. Yeah, he was, he was, he was hitting the, you know hitting the liquor a little bit. He went out with his buddies after work and stuff, and then they met up at Twin Peaks, had some drinks. He ends up coming home, and he's like, damn, like. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm not feeling so good. So he was taking a shit. And then, you know, he he's like, fuck, I got to puke. And we've all been there before, you know? You're right. You get the spins. You and you're like, oh, shit. See, so he, yeah. he ends up flushing the toilet. He turns around the toilet to, <laughs> on the toilet to puke. And as he's puking, he on said all, he's, On all fours. On all fours, you, yeah. Butt-ass naked. And <laughs> he was puking so hard that he rocketed a turd <laughs> out of his ass. And it landed on his calf. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry, bro. I hear this shit all the time, and I fucking I'm dying laughing. Dude. So he's puking so hard that he shits, and it lands <laughs> on his calf. And he had to scoop that up and put it in the toilet. Bro, can you imagine? Bro, I would feel so fucking grimy, bro. I know. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to look myself in the fucking mirror for like three days, bro. But, man, that's fucking crazy bro I've and of never... course after you're drunk as fuck you have to go clean yourself off in the yeah, shower yeah like you too. got a fucking oh. man and you know it's, it's you just looking at the, on your calf dude like that shit's crazy man like you can't write that shit that's perfect no you, you can't I mean that's and it's, that needs to be a movie scene that, yeah, for sure that should have been in one of the hangovers or something bro like that's f- I don't think anybody's gonna beat that, bro. Like I, I, I the first the first time here, I definitely laughed the hardest. Like right now, I'm still laughing, but like the first time hearing that story, man, I fucking lost it, bro. For like twenty minutes, dude. That's I've never f- heard some shit. The force of someone's yak catapulting <laughs> shit out of their asshole, bro. Like you know how much fucking force you have to puke with to let to launch a shit. Just oh, lose control of your body. And that shit had to be like groundhog stage. I mean, like it was poking. It was ready to poke out. Like any yeah. fucking force, you know. Like oh man. Fuck, God bless. <laughs> yeah, thankfully I haven't had any Not know, like close that. calls lately or anything like that. It's nice, too, because I got these bidets and I was very excited. Yeah, uh, cause when, how is that, dude? We bought the house and I saw it came with bidets. I'm like, damn, you know, I'd be, I be a lot of my time I take a shit. I take a lot of shits in my life, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I was like, you know, and I was a little skeptical at first. Like, who wouldn't be? Anything as, up your ass is yeah. skeptical. But... I was very excited, and I tried it the first time, and I'll tell you what, I have a video of me doing it for the first time. <laughs> I that saw thing, snap, yeah. That is fucking, for the first time ever, it's an experience, is life-changing, but it's like a shock, a good shock, and you're like, oh, damn, okay, this is kind of nice. All the, all the women are like, yeah, so anal, you fucking <laughs> asshole. That's The first time's like, uh-uh, and then it's like, oh, it's not so bad. <laughs> no, it's really nice, so it's like cooling, and like, you just take a brutal one, you know, you just... Pop that fucker on. <laughs> clean your levels? asshole. Oh, dude, yeah, there are. It was funny because... Uh, I need the highest jet stream of my asshole, bro. <laughs> Don and Donnie, uh, Gianna's brother, uh, he, when we moved in, he used it, and he, he comes out, like, shocked, and he's like, don't try it on the highest setting. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try it, of course, but yeah. it's different. It hits different, but it's nice. <laughs> it's nice and, you know, refreshing, and it doesn't leave you feeling weird after anything like that. Guess the G-spot a little bit? No, no. No, no, not that. All right, that's good. <laughs> Just surface level. That's good. I was telling my buddies about it, and they're all like, yeah, I don't know about that, dude. I was like, don't knock until you try it. Yeah, they're like, come, come over and try it. Everything. It's like chingling. Don't do, you know, try it once, you know, get it out the bucket list. I still, I'm not going to, tr- not today, but I told Randy, you know, I, I, you know eventually this summer, I will, I will use it at least once, but, but I mean, I, I don't want to break it in right now. I don't need to go right now, but yeah, I, I see it. I, I walk past. I was like, I see you fucker. I'll, I'll put you to use. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, we got to watch WrestleMania. Yeah, that was that was fucking exciting. That was actually <laughs> that was a that was a busy weekend. That was a bachelor party. That was a bachelor party weekend. I moved that Friday. Ryan's bachelor party yeah. that Saturday. WrestleMania on Sunday. Saturday um, and Sunday. Yeah, it was Saturday and Sunday. I watched it all day on Sunday. Um, <clears throat> it was fucking great, though. I loved it. It was great. WrestleMania Stone Cold came back. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was the highlight, man. That sh- sh- Can we talk about that match specifically? Like, First of all, I, I like the way they did it with Kevin Owens, too, the build-up. Like, how he called his ass out. and Because like, the, the uh, WrestleMania was in Dallas, Texas. So Kevin Owens, a Canadian, called out. Like, he said people in Texas are dumb and, like, Stone Cold's the dumbest one of them all and all that shit. And, like, and at this point, what, it's been 19 years since he wrestled? Almost 19 20? years, yeah, yeah. Since he even took a fucking bump or anything. So he's still in good shape for almost 60, bro. I know, he's fuck. Got, he's got guns. He looked pretty good shape. I mean, he wore, he wore a shirt because, you know, Steve Austin. He probably didn't like the way he looked completely, but he's got, his arms are huge. He fucking had... I told I was telling Randy that bachelor party, we were driving to the bachelor party. I was like, if he has one knee brace on, it's a scrap. If he's got both knee braces on, he's going to wrestle, bro. He had both on. I was like, fuck yeah, he's going to wrestle, dude. Yeah, it was so exciting. He's obviously, like, everybody's favorite growing up and shit. And was, I can't believe it. I was like, holy fuck. And he, it looked good. It was a great match. Dude, he took a fucking suplex on the, on the steel, on the concrete, right? Or I know. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, dude. Like, he must have been, like, trusted in Kevin Owens a lot. Because, like, after 19 years to do a su- even a suplex with his neck and shit, like, in his back. That's crazy. It was fucking great. That was, and, and it was the main event, so. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. And then he came back for night two uh, in the Pat McAfee match. That match was really good, too. Mm-hmm. Pat um, McAfee's a beast, dude. He is. Underrated. He definitely can wrestle his ass. So I'm surprised he's not. A, I'm surprised he's only on commentary because, like, he should. I thought he'd fucking be part-time, at least wrestling or some shit. Yeah, he's he's great on commentary. He's a great wrestler. And uh, it was cool because Stone Cold came out at the end when Vince tried getting in there. Vince is fucking... How old is he? 70? Easy 70s. Like I think he's like 70s. late 70s. Yeah. And I think he's like 78 or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's an old man. And he got in there and he was trying to wrestle. I was like, oh, hell no. He wore but, that, that black sing, that black singlet with the two straps. Yeah. Uh, on and like he's, you know, you could tell the roids were off a little bit. <laughs> and Stone Cold had to come out there and tell him who's the real boss one last right. time. And exactly. He fucked up that stunner bad. That was the worst yeah. Stone Cold stunner I've ever seen because That was the Vince, worst than the one he not, took. Not because yeah. of Stone Cold, but Vince. That was the worst one when he was younger. When That one botched one when they were like doing their feud back in the 90s. Yeah. And that one was horse shit. This was even worse than that. <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was horrible. And Stone Cold couldn't help but laugh his ass off about it. Oh yeah, you have to. You know, it's the boss at the end of the day. But yeah, WrestleMania as a, as a show was good. Like I said, I didn't watch it till Sunday either. The next day, I watched it all in one day. But it was it was good, man. A lot of good matches on the card, and uh, a lot yeah. of great matches happened. That was great. I loved it. And then Backlash passed too. So the pay per view they call WrestleMania Backlash now. Which yeah, is I don't understand that weird, really, but it was, go- was pretty good. I I grade that probably like a B. Yeah, like a B pay per view. It was solid. It was solid. But uh, we, I mean, Randy and I. Are fucking going to hell to sell? Yeah, with with, with Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie like, surprised us with tickets for my birthday. Shout out Ronnie for that. That shit was awesome, dude. Like, dude, I can't fucking wait for that. I was like, holy shit! I couldn't like, I was like, I couldn't even fucking believe it. Like, I told him, I was like, I don't care where the fuck we're sitting. I don't care if we're in the fucking no, yeah. nosebleeds. He's like, oh, the seats aren't that good. I was like, dude, I don't no, care if we're in the fuck nosebleeds. Going to see hell in a cell. Dude. I know. I was like, the hell in a cell is like fucking iconic. Yeah. And I haven't, you know, we haven't seen that in person. I've been to other pay-per-views, Extreme Rules and yeah, stuff. And yeah. that was fucking cool. But this one's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to see this sell. It's going to be an awesome. I feel like WWE's really been stepping up their game lately, too. So it's exciting to see. And holy shit, I can't wait. He also FaceTimed me at work on Friday. And he's like, dude. You'll never believe what they have where I'm at. I'm like, where you at? He's like, I'm at Benny's in Schaumburg. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. And he's like, they have Stone Cold's beer. I'm like, holy fuck. For those of you who don't know, Stone mm-hmm. Cold came out with a beer a while back. It's probably been about 10 years, maybe. Maybe a little less. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was only available originally in California. Then it started going to Texas and a few other states here and there. I looked online like a month ago because I was like, I wonder if it's available now. It said it was not available in Illinois, but Indiana had it. So I was going to make the trip, but he happened to find it. And it had, they had both. They had the American Lager that just came out and then the original Broken Skull IPA. Wow. And uh, 
That's crazy. He picked me up two of each because he's like, how many do you want? I was like, give me two of each. I was like, I haven't even tried them, but I know they're going to be good. And he tried them. He's like, dude, they're fucking great. Definitely going to crack one open on the before we go to fucking hell to sell. So oh, hell yeah. So I could try one of those too because definitely got to drink one of that shit because he always has on the podcast. But I, like you said, it never was in Illinois. So like I never thought it would come here. Cause you know he's from Texas, so I figured he would take over the whole South <laughs> yeah. with that beer. And then I'm like, damn, dude, that's Schomburg Binnie's too. Binnie's legit now has every fucking alcohol, bro. You, if you want alcohol that hasn't come out yet, go to fucking Binnie's. I'm sure they're gonna have it soon, or they already have it. I'm so excited. He's gonna drop them off soon. I can't wait Fuck to yeah. just throw them in the fucking fridge and then be able to crack one open. Oh been, hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment for so fucking long to try one. Oh, man. He deserves his own fucking alcohol. This dude's a spokesperson for beer. This dude, this seriously, dude, dude, this dude at WrestleMania night drank like fucking sixteen of them bitches. In the oh, ring, he drank bro. a lot. I think they Fuck, counted. I think ha- it was over thirty. He was hammered, dude, for sure. Oh, he had to be. <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't be driving that fucking four wheeler. <laughs> no, <laughs> but get DUI. D yeah, D fucking D fucking WI man. That's crazy. But yeah, there was. It was awesome. I can't wait for Hell in a Cell, man. I haven't been to one in fourteen years. I think I went in two thousand eight. I remember. The, the the I think Randy said he went to that one. It was like an ECW SmackDown blend taping before WrestleMania. And it was like, that was already like 14 years ago. So I can't wait to go to this one. Yeah, it was funny. We were talking right before we started recording. And I was like, oh, I went to that same SmackDown because there was a, a cage match, right? Yeah, it was a cage match. It was I went with Casper. Shout out Casper. And it was a fucking cage match. The main event was, was Undertaker, Ric Flair, and... Somebody else. I think it might have been Shawn Michaels, maybe. Or somebody else. Yeah, I think it was Shawn Michaels. Against Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, Edge, and Big Show. Yeah, something that was fucking... Like, something like something that. Something like that. I know. I tried to find it one day, because I was like, damn, I want to But like, it was a taping, so I don't know. I think it would have been a dark match, too. Like, I think the main event wasn't aired on... They they aired a different one on SmackDown than they did on the one we... And then they, like, did an extra match for us, I think. I yeah, think, I think so. I think. But it was still, like, fucking... Randy went to what the Extreme Rules. That was what already seven years ago. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Fuck, dude. So yeah, it's been a while. So I can't wait for the Allstate Arena. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm so fucking hyped for that, dude. I cannot wait. It's been so long, and just feeling like, cause like the atmosphere of being there is just so different than watching it on TV. Oh, I mean, it sure. goes with like pretty much anything, but the fireworks going off inside the building and just fucking the hearing the roar music. of the crowd. Yeah, the entrance music and just and. Because you can't hear the announcers, so it's kind of a little bit of a different experience, too. It's just fucking cool as hell. I'll have to go back and watch it after we've been there, too, just yeah. to see, like, mm-hmm. you know, on TV what on it was Peacock like. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right, everybody. That's going to wrap up this week of the episode Rebirth. Next week will be part two of this episode. Uh, keep tuned to our Facebook and Instagram. We're going to be posting a little bit more now. And uh, we're excited to be back. Thank you guys so much for waiting. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 